Yeah, I'll do it. I think I think it's Brent. <laughs> Brent, I think it's you because you've got uh you've got the th- mm-hmm. you've got the thing. thing. Right. <clears throat> Hello everyone, welcome to Versus and the show where we answer the questions that definitely needed asking. I am proud that my political affiliation has not backed me into a corner of putting those that I love and myself at risk, Brent Lacey. I am the other, 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 other white meat, David Holman. And I am the schmuck who always turned in his projects on time, but did them four hours ahead of the due date because he forgot to do his research on naming Nolan Lacey. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. That's, that's how oh, I feel right now. <laughs> I do, do you also feel like your feet hurt? Because that was a long walk to get to that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Long walk to nowhere. Well, if you yeah. just keep talking, eventually someone will believe that you know what you're talking about. So I mean, just... clearly we've seen it. We've seen it since 2016. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So guys, it's day 149 of COVID. Ooh, yeah. Coming up on the big 150. What are you gonna guys gonna give COVID for its big 150? <laughs> I make a I make a cake every 10 days, and I do more candles, but I don't blow them out because it's unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> Take take a tea fan, or, or uh, a southern lady fan. Take my kerchief out. Yeah, <laughs> flap it out. And I just I just ooh girl it out. Ooh girl. <laughs> my God. Till it's I just it, it like I know it's a an overused metaphor, but it's like Groundhog Day. I think the more you bring it up, the more apt it is. Yeah, I yeah no, that's true. <laughs> It, but it just, you know, I have changed my routine to be healthier because I simply have nothing better to do. Just oh, self-improvement out of boredom. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad that's something easy for you, Nolan, because it is the exact opposite for me. I'm, I mean, I wake up and I, I put in time to stretch and I floss every day and <laughs> I was, like just little habits like that. It's just things that I've picked up because I'm so goddamn bored. I I am also actually picking up flossing, but the dance and the act, um, because <laughs> simultaneously, uh, I went with the same to, piece of floss. <laughs> that would be impressive. I went to the dentist last week and uh, they were like, yeah, you've got like seven cavities. I was like, what? And they were like, David, do you, yeah, do are you, you flossing? And I, I do, I brush my teeth like, and the problem is my wisdom teeth are coming in and they're pushing all of my teeth closer together. Reason, aren't and you so like now, 42 or something? I'm, <laughs> I'm 30, but I feel 65. So thank you, Brent. Um, How have you held on to those that long? I don't, I still I, have mine. Mine haven't even I mean, ruptured. I got mine out with 15. For one, mine waited a long time to really start to do things. And two... I am poor, um, so that's a thing. But basically, they were in there, and the doctor, you know, the, the dentist was like, have you been flossing? And I was like, don't make me lie to you. No. <laughs> we're both adults I have here. It. You know I don't. You know I don't floss. How many people today have said yes? I bet you can count them on one finger. I, uh, I have this running gag with my dentist that I just ask ridiculous off-the-wall tooth stuff. 
and I recently got a new hygienist, and she doesn't know the running gag. <laughs> so she finished doing the cleaning and stuff, and he comes in, and I'm, I got the bib and everything. I look over, he's, he says, how's it going? I said, I think I'm, I think I want to get Bluetooth. And it took him a second. He goes, oh, Bluetooth? Which ones? I said, I think my canines. And then he's like, hmm. And she's like, can we, do, can we do Bluetooth here? I didn't know that was a, that was a thing. Bluetooth teeth. Brent, I fucking love that you see your dental hygienist often enough to build a rapport like well, it's that. it's twice a year, but I've been going for like 10 years, so. Oh, yeah. My, oh, man. One time I went so, out and I said, I think I want to get all my top teeth put on the bottom. And then I'm on the bottom. <laughs> and he said, you could do that, but we got to go all the way through your skull around the top and bring it in on the other side. <laughs> all right, maybe not oh this time. Oh, my God. I also had my dentist appointment last week, which is a strange turn of fates. And it was the simply worst dental experience I have ever had in my entire life. Ditto. Uh, no no cavities. They do to you? No, my teeth, my teeth are totally healthy. I would not say they're great. They're not, you know, whatever. But they are healthy. I don't have cavities. It was the hygienist. Um, my dentist doesn't have the same hygienists. He hires through like, I, I don't know. Prison they're not like temp. Yeah, <laughs> kind of <laughs> felt like it. Uh, they're like these hygienists Parkinson's or nurses labor. will work for this group, and they they don't work at an office. They work for this hiring group, and then they go to offices to do the work, mm-hmm. so that the the actual dentists, I guess, don't have to pay for. They're- they're things. dental hygienist contractors, right? Right. So maybe this is just me, but like every tooth cleaning I've ever had has been beat for beat the same thing. Like every time they, you know, they always move the little picks in the same direction, and they always do the flossing, and then they go yeah. back if there's something really wrong. So, like, just to clarify, when they do the picks on your teeth, right? They go up. They go away from the seat. Has that been your experience? Like, they're they're pulling your head up and not pushing it into the chair, correct? My, I don't I don't recall my head being moved. But the the direction that they are pushing is what I'm talking about. So like when they're doing it, they're they're starting at your gums and moving up your tooth. Unless it's on the top. Well, no, they're still starting at your gum and moving up. Yes, they're moving yeah, away yeah, from your guts. I, I think I know what you're talking about yes. now, yeah. This lady started at the tip of my teeth and went towards gum. my gums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I didn't want to say anything because I'm a big white man, and she was a very, very tiny, tiny, not white lady, so I was, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I feel very odd saying anything. So I feel odd I, listening right now. I know. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't know where this is going. Well, I just a large fragile man that I indicate <laughs> that just, she was causing me pain. You know, I just like I don't know. Maybe it's a new technique. Maybe it's something I've never seen. I don't know. I only go to the dentist twice a year. Maybe techniques have changed. And then she she cleaned my teeth and she started flossing my teeth. But then in between each floss, she would take the pick again and put it between my teeth and just kind of like wriggle it. Uh, yeah. So I was in extreme amounts of discomfort, and I was, like, trying yeah. not to cry. And she didn't yeah. say a word to me the entire time. Dude, I that is a very similar experience that I had when it came to the cleaning. Is is not so much 
the technique. I didn't pay attention to what direction she was going. All I knew was she started the visit out by taking the pointy needle hook and poking my gums with it. Uh, and then commenting how they bleeded when she did that. <laughs> why would they do that when poked with a sharp metal object? But whatever. And then she was like, oh, your gums are going up. There's a measuring stick on, on you know, the little hook. And it's a little bit, they're a little bit receding. I'm like, cool. Sorry. Fine. Okay. I get it. Proceeded to do the pick thing as well. I don't go to the dentist twice a year. I am honestly probably pretty lucky if I go once a year, uh, mostly just because I don't make the time for it. I never remember a dental cleaning being as horrifying as it was this last. I was wriggling in my seat. If you had filmed me from like the middle of my body down and seen my arms move, you would have thought I was being tortured (laughs) for like information. I was my arm, my knuckles were white, hanging onto the arms of the dentist. Where's the diamond, Holman? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where's the money, Holman? I uh, I chew tinfoil while I beat off, so I have this nice, rich association with tooth pain. I know Kate hasn't <laughs> hasn't made a little animated thing for anything in a while, but I'm gonna ask her to make one for this <laughs> specifically. That this one section. specific line. <laughs> I'm taking a fucking just, roll of tinfoil. Kate, I, I know fucking... you got a lot on your plate, but if you could please, if you just listen to these 20 <laughs> seconds of the show, I think you'll agree this needs to be immortalized. So I, I have one one more dental story, and then I think we should move on before we run into any more horrific stories please. about teeth. Um, I think the worst thing I've ever heard coming out of a dental story came from uh, Brent and my mother. She was having a cavity worked on, and oh. the lady doing it dropped the drill on. in on. her mouth Oops. while Dang. it was moving. Yeah. Oh my god! Nurse, yep. get the patient up here. <clears throat> Fell and that cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It cut her tongue. The the little uh, I don't know what that's called. The the part that connects your tongue to the bottom of your mouth. Yep. Right there. Zap. Yeah, and the the lady just like picked it up and was like, "Whoops!" And what are you gonna do? Just kept going. Just Can't control working the on her yet. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> no safe states. I mean, technically yeah. she did so, control Z. <laughs> uh, it's a frenulum. It's frenulum. A, sure? a frenulum. She was unfriendly. I'm looking it up. Uh, you, which are you sure you're sure? It's a broad. It's a broad okay. medical term. <laughs> Let me say that. If Let me curious, say that. Google it, everybody. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> not at work. <laughs> Um. Oh God! So I take notes yeah. while we're recording uh, to know where to edit, and all I've just got fifteen minutes to just teeth. That's that's all. That's all <laughs> down here. So can I talk a little bit about what's been going on with our sister show after the plot for a second? Very sure. very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It's our right, show. Right. You can do whatever you um, want. So we just released our sixth episode for season two, which covered the. Uh, mayoral election on Mars. So if you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend you do. And we were super lucky to get uh, Baldermort from Baldermort's Guide to Warhammer to star as the yeah. uh, Adeptus Campanus Managerius for the uh, for the the uh, the Mechanicum campaign 
members on the episode. Just reached out to him, told him what we were doing. He, he, he seemed to like the idea and um, got got me the sound files. I sent him the script and he, and he sent it right over and it was, it was professional, it was clean, it was awesome. So go check his stuff out on YouTube, Baldermort's Guide to Warhammer, if you have like, I don't know, a few months to kill. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like most of us do and, uh, currently. Check out, uh, check out our episode with that as well. Um, I'm recording, I'm not recording, I'm writing the next episode. And um, one of the things I had to do to get ready for that was to rewatch Francis Ford Coppola's Apocalypse Now. Oh, I got the redux. Which version I got the did three you and watch? a half hour all the way in. Yeah. Oh, God. And I'd say about 30 minutes in, maybe 40. So we're watching the movie, and she's looking at uh, Captain Willard, played by Martin Sheen. And about 40 minutes in, she goes, so when did his hair turn white? I said, what? Oh, my she God. She said, I, I, just, I just don't see it. <laughs> said, Baby, that's Steve Martin, not Martin Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, wait, is he the... The little short comedian, and I go, no, no, that's Martin Short. <laughs> You're thinking Steve. Mar- Stop. <laughs> but I tried to pause the movie. <laughs> was, I really wanted to know what her inner monologue was, like the first forty minutes of that movie, like trying to place this guy. He doesn't look like the banjo playing type. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Did, did you, like, stop and watch Steve Martin and Martin Short's Best Friends comedy no, but she special was like, on wait, Netflix? Was in, no, she, what, she, what did she say? She's like, this guy wasn't in Three Amigos. <laughs> I was like, no, it's Martin Short. She's like, but his hair's not white. I'm like, no, no, that's Steve Martin. She's like, but which one was in Three Amigos? I'm like, they both were. This is neither of those guys. <laughs> there's, too many, there's too many Martins here. But, but we had fun. I was going to say, because, like, Martin Sheen's hair was... Yeah brown like well into the thousands because <laughs> he was on the west wing exactly. <laughs> your your miscommunication there just just reminded me i once was i was trying to remember uh y'all know what a doula is yeah that's the thing what makes the alligators ornery no. <laughs> what i let, fuck whatever I was gonna talk about. What uh, Brit? What? Oh, the water water boy. Oh, doula oblongata. Oh, um, no, a, a doula is like a birthing coach. Like that robot know? in episode three. Um, mm, yes. <laughs> I couldn't remember the word for that at one point, and I asked Cindy. I was like, Cindy, what's that thing? It's it's that that person who's kind of like a voodoo yoga coach for pregnant ladies. And she said, a doula. And I was like, yeah, that's it. She says, that is not at all what they do. And I said, but you still told me what it was. You could, clearly it was close enough yeah, yeah, that it you was knew. Close enough. You understood. So Brent, um, what other weird movies have you been watching? Because I know you have the, been watching. Weird the whole movies. I watched it again. You guys watch it? I told you to watch it. Did you go watch it? Uh, no. I, so, like, I know a couple of people who are familiar with Jodorowsky's other movies. Uh, and, I mean, and that one. Jodorowsky. Excuse me. It, it It is. I'm sorry. And I just, 
I don't know if I can. You can't. I don't know if I can take it. Like I, I would. <laughs> I, I looked at the preview and I looked at some pictures and it's all so. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't even know. If you can, if you can make it to I the know. end, I don't it's, know. it's a good time. It it is built to no. make your stomach churn a little bit. I remember oh, now. Cool. I remember I was going to watch this, and I was like, "Let me read up mm-hmm. a little bit of it uh, on Wikipedia." And the first sentence, sorry, the first two sentences on Wikipedia. This is why I didn't watch it because it already lost me. A man later identified as the thief representing the full tarot card lies in the desert with flies covering his face. He's befriended by a footless handless dwarf representing the five of swords and the pair travel into the city where they make money. The and guy, the guy lights and I'm smokes done. a cigarette with no hands. I'm, I'm good. Taco's good out here, man. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't need this. I watched it I in don't... college for the first time, which, you know, was a mistake. And then I went and watched it again, you know, (laughs) recently. And I texted the guy that showed it to me. I was like, hey, I watched The Holy Mountain again. Or thought of you today. I was watching The Holy Mountain. Did he say why? (laughs) No, no. My specific text was, hey, man, I thought about you today. Went and watched The Holy Mountain. Hope you're doing well. And he goes, yeah, you know, I've read a lot about that movie. I've never been able to bring myself to watch it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I furrowed my brow. I was very concerned about why the guy that showed me that said that. Yeah. But then I realized it was the wrong guy. So <laughs> that's how much I value my friends. Yeah. <laughs> my weird movie friends. Anyway, uh, I think I think uh, I think if you, if it's it's a good it's a good watch. It's kind of gross. It um it pulls together a lot of different theology from different points of view, and there's like it's. It's very layered, you know what I mean? So if you consider art anything that evokes an emotional response, whether you like it or not, it's it's really good art. Did either of you see Donnie Darko? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Not too many. No one... Okay, cool, cool. Because that is all I'm thinking about the more I am reading about Holy Mountain. <laughs> No, I think they're a little bit of different categories. I, I well, no, no, no. Sorry, I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it, and they're they're just both the same kind of terrible to me. Let me give you an example here. There's this one scene. I'm not going to go into like the setting um, about why we ended up here, but there's a sure uh, a, a gaggle, if you will, of of schoolgirls uh, running through a, a city, and they're preteen to late adolescent and uh, they pass by this really old old man and uh, the youngest one goes to give him a flower or something I forget what the reason was and he he grabs her hand and he starts kissing the back of her hand and then he starts like making out with her hand and there's like a lot of lip and tongue and like it's very in in there and like visceral and then he, he he takes out his prosthetic eye and puts it in her hand and like closes her fingers and and sends her on his way. You just get a big close of this old man face with like this big red empty socket in his head. And then we move to the next scene. This sounds more and more like an SCP. The more a you what? talk about it, and an, S- an SCP entry. It's um, that? it's a website. I feel like have we not talked about these? No, 
yeah, it's a standard construct template. I don't. Sorry, that's yeah. that's SCT from Forty K. Yeah, SCP. No. Secure, con- uh. secure, contain, and protect. Um, it's a database. They're, they're horror stories. Yeah, they're, they're, they're horror really stories online that take place at this mm. um, fictional facility that like holds onto horrific things. And this movie sounds like something straight out of it. We were we were watching it. This is the last I'll, I'll talk about it. Uh, and I, I convinced my wife to sit down with me and watch it. And she she made it a good twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. But it just keep it doesn't stop. It just keeps ratcheting up the like stomach churn. Yeah. And uh, we got to one point, and I, and she's like, "This just keeps getting grosser." And I was like, "It's essentially like a two hour cursed image, right?" Ah. And she's like, what, "What what the fuck did you ask me?" And she just storms out. And yeah. I, I was a little <laughs> bummed. And then it went to the next scene, and then like the three scenes after that, each new scene, I was like, "Oh no, there's no way she would have made it through this." Yeah. Maybe I, I was thinking, okay, maybe she would have made it. And then the next scene, I was like, no, no. And then the scene after that, I'm like, oh, she definitely would have left by now. And then you go to the next thing. <laughs> oh, no, 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 this would have been it. So, so I have a bone to pick with uh, literature. Sure, sure. Let's let's go. I'm gonna write down. I'm gonna write down literature. <laughs> slash. Nolan. So I mean, I I try and make sure that I read a little bit every day just to like keep my brain from falling out of my nose as we've established taking care of yourself yes exactly i'm trying to be good human being yes blow blow my Mm -hmm. teeth floss my nose um so brent was reading frankenstein a while back and i got the bright idea that i would as well because it's a classic that i'd never read and i have some issues with every single solitary English teacher I have ever had in my entire life because every time I would end a sentence in a prepositional phrase or use a lot of commas or something they'd always tell me oh that's not how you don't write like that because you don't talk like that that's not how literature and as bullshit bullshit Frankenstein has run-on sentences with just dozens of commas that end in prepositional phrases I'm going to read one sentence and I'm going to include the punctuation in my Before recitation. Before you do, I feel like I should break out some Edgar Allan Poe and see, like, go true verses in with this. And, like, who's got the longest <laughs> run-on <laughs> sentence who's, here? Who's got the biggest mm-hmm. sentence? Besides, comma, in drawing the picture of my early days, comma, I also record those events which led, comma, by insensible steps, comma, to my aftertale of misery, comma, for when I would account to myself for the birth of that passion, which afterwards ruled my destiny, I find it arise, comma, like a mountain river, comma, from ignoble and almost forgotten sources, semicolon. That doesn't count. But, comma, swelling as it proceeded, comma, it became the torrent which, comma, in its course, comma, has swept away all my hopes and joy, period. Now do it as uh, Harry Carey. Ah! <laughs> Besides, <laughs> in all the drawings of... <laughs> it's just like... I, I got to reading this because it's, it's an English classic. It's the first horror story. It's the first science fiction. It's written by a woman. It breaks all these boundaries. It's so good. There's so many things to take away from it. And all I can think the entire time is I spent 
12 years in South Carolina public schools being told how putting too many commas or prepositional phrases breaks the literature. You can never That's write bullshit. like that. That's and I they just didn't start saying that in like 8th grade. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, so I spent four years having to listen to the worst English teachers I had. Tell me. All right, versus Sam, would you rather read Mary Shelley or Edgar Allan Poe? Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. I love, I grew up reading Edgar Allan Poe, so I, I liked Edgar Allan Poe a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, my my middle school English teacher made me really fall in love with his work. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I just had a more visceral reaction with Poe's mm. work. Like, we, we had to read a bunch in school as well. Uh, the Rue Morgue and uh, Telltale yes, Heart and... Yeah, yeah, and those are all like, I mean, yeah, it's very odd late nineteenth century writing. There's there's tons of commas and prepositional phrases, but like, it is so concise and still scary mm-hmm. that it's easy to overlook. Whereas Frankenstein is two hundred pages, yeah. and I had to reread almost every page because I would I would just get lost in like, where is this sentence taking me? I don't know what's happening in any, anymore. Well, the the thing I would say is. None of this is funny, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's well, funny to someone. Teeth in literature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were out of um, shit, so we just started. <laughs> I well, <laughs> here's the thing: is is the more I read uh, different things, the more I come to realize that a lot of grammar and expected. Uh, a lot of grammar and vocabulary that people expect to be in literature and, and push for it when you're going through school and everything, it's all gatekeeping. Mm. It's all just being like, you're never going to find a book, you know, that you're never going to find a book that says, let me ask you a question. And then ends with, with, or as, or whatever a squirrel would do. I, I don't remember what the squirrel pertained to. Um, I think it might've been prepositions. Prepositional yes. phrases. It's, Prepositional it's, phrases. Your relationship to the box. You can be in the box. You can exactly. be around the box. You can you, buy the box. Exactly. You can on the box. You can, and you should end is, a sentence with it. Yeah. All, <laughs> is that an example? You, you should or, not end a sentence in one. Yeah. All of that goes out the entire fucking window with two books to me. One, A Clockwork Orange. Because if that could get published, <laughs> anything can. And two, Fifty Shades of Grey, because if that can get published with the line, don't you like the butt drawer in it, then yeah, everything your teachers are telling you is trying to make you feel like you have to be better. There, <laughs> but no. I just, I like every time someone mentions Fifty Shades of Grey, I get a little sweaty. I, like, I just don't, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. I want to whip out I, the tinfoil. I <laughs> I googled I, I was like when I was coming to this conclusion I googled worst lines from Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, that's, that's one of them. That's one of that's... desire pools dark and deadly in my groin. <laughs> well, where else are you gonna keep it? I feel like bring it back a little bit. I feel like Frankenstein was like Inception before there was Inception. You know, because there's a point. There's a point in the book when you are where the top falls over. What's up? Where the top falls over. Right. And then you know. There's a point in the book where you are 
reading the letter, you are reading a book that was written by a lady who is telling a story about uh, another lady who has received a a letter from her brother who was on a boat who rescued a guy who's telling him a story about this creature that he created who he interviewed on a mountain who was telling him a story about a time he hung out in the back of a barn to like spy on this family for a year and a half. And he goes, yeah. oh, you go all the way in and then you come all the way back out for the end. <laughs> it's like an, it's like an onion. And my, my problem with the ending, spoiler warning for 200. <laughs> or just getting older and older and older. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about Beowulf, sand where we spoil 200 year old books. Sorry, we're going to, we're going to spoil the Odyssey for some people today. All right. Um, is the the monster at the end of the book sees that Frankenstein has died and he decides that in the Arctic he's gonna go to the North Pole and set himself on fire. What? That's how it ends. He says he's gonna go to the north and he's going to burn himself so that he won't destroy humanity. Here's or, the know, thing stuff with our our co- one of our other co-hosts on a different show, we were researching this book. There's several different versions and i don't think my end my book ends the same way yours does yeah because in the end of mine um frankenstein dies and the the sailor that rescued him was like boy then that's it (laughs) (laughs) like at the beginning of the book you see the monster traversing the ice and you're like what is that and then the whole book is explaining what that was and then frankenstein dies at the end and, he, and then he comes back out to the letters. He, the sailor is writing the system. He's like, isn't that fucking wild? And that's the end of the book. <laughs> oh, see, the, the one I have, like, the monster gets onto the boat and just waxes poetic on, like, how beautiful and smart and ahead of his time and great and tragic Frankenstein was. And then he's like, I'm going to go set myself ablaze so that no one can ever recreate his yeah, genius. Yeah, got different versions of the book here. Yeah, I was very... Con- One, where are you going to get trees to set yourself on fire if you're a goddamn demigod of a monster who can't be killed or hurt? Why don't you just swim into the Arctic and just swim as far down as you can and let yourself freeze? Like, well, that is the easiest thing to do. Jump out the boat, swim until you can't breathe, and then you're dead. It's fine. I mean, he doesn't need to breathe, though. He's a flesh golem. Mm. Mm. It, mm. No, it need- I yeah. Listen... The only thing... You figured it out. You have figured it out. No, he's immune to any spell effect that would alter his form. He is... uh, He regains hit points from lightning. Uh, (laughs) Fire fire is the only thing that will hurt him. Mm -hmm. So, is that how your version of the book ended, David? Do you find out that he's a flesh golem and that the captain's actually... What do you mean, find out? He's always been a flesh golem. He's a flesh golem. He's... (laughs) Now you're just being ignorant. <laughs> so yeah, old literature. That's good. Yeah. You got the new Dresden books yet, Nolan? I did, and I Both finished them, it. Or the uh, Peace Talks. Peace Talks. The next one comes out in September. Mm, is it good? Damn, two books uh, in one year? Well, he did take six years off, okay. so he can put two two out in a yeah. year. Um, I liked it. It sets up a lot of things for the next one. It's a cliffhanger. Okay. Like... I, I think this was supposed to be one enormous book that he split into mm-hmm. two books. Yeah. Cause this one's only like 340 pages long. It's not, it's not very long. So I reread skin games to prepare for this one. And then this one has like 
nothing to do with oh. skin games. That's fine, whatever. They're they're supposed to be serialized. That's okay. Um, there's a lot of cool things that happen, but they are cool things that he's like. And I'm going to talk about that later. <laughs> and it's just like, oh god, okay, I get it. You have another book coming out soon. Just let me read it. Um, yeah, this one I actually don't want to spoil because there is another book coming out. It was just released, um, but he does. He's got to pair up with somebody since he's the Winter Knight. He now owes people's favor. He owes people's owes favors to he, people. He owes people mm-hmm. favors. Sorry, yes, got my contractions wrong. Um, so like, yeah, he he owes someone a favor, and that gets him into a whole. Who's he gonna have to trouble. do a favor for? I can't tell you. That's that's like a whole the whole point of the book is him doing I'm a favor. Trying to end all my sentences with prepositional phrases. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, if you if you start a sentence with a preposition and it's short enough to not have a comma is it in it, isn't the whole sentence just a prepositional I phrase? Guess. Is it? Yeah. So if you said, "For whom did he do the favor?" Isn't that just whole thing? I gotta be honest. I because it'd be for I him. have not cared about grammar in so goddamn yeah. long. Yeah. I think I think diagramming sentences is really what just just hammered it in for me. I was like. <laughs> I'm just going to learn how to speak our language through experience because school is not going to do it. So what else yeah. do you guys want to talk about? I, well, I wasn't sure if no one was done with Dresden. I, I interrupted. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm just oh, no, I, it was, it was very good. You son of a bitch. It's a, <laughs> it's a very good book. I liked it. I, I wish he had just released like an 800 page one book this year. So I could have gotten through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's it is definitely building towards a next big step, so I'm excited. What to see else where is goes. there? I mean, he's got the Fey world, he's got vampires, he's got the Greek pantheon, he's got Odin, he's got fucking Santa Claus in there. Like, yeah. w- he just keeps he he just finds like references to random things that don't really have well documented backgrounds, and he goes, "Oh, that thing's really powerful. Let's put that mm. in here now." I love that. So like, there's a lot of Spart elves and some other things in this one that like I've curse cursorily 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 I have done a cursory research it's pronounced Kimberly, Kimberly. <laughs> I, I, admittedly small amounts of research on but I really couldn't find anything mm-hmm. on him so he just kind of gives them a background of like oh yeah they do all this shit now they're kind of cool so I liked it I liked it I'm excited for the it has it has kept me going for 16 books so I'm Very ready nice. to go. Six. When did he start writing these? 2002. And and it's 2000 it's 2020 and he has written 16 books. Hey, uh Patrick Rothfuss, George R. R. Martin, <laughs> George R. R. Martin and Patrick Rothfuss, can you maybe take some fucking notes? Can you can you maybe learn? Not you JK, you're good. Just stay the fuck over there, shut up. Something to compare um, yourself to. Something to gr- yeah. something to want to be. To be fair, he actually had an entire extra series crammed in the middle of all of this, too. So, he's put out a lot of books. Yeah, so, what's your excuse again, Patrick Rothfuss and George R. R. Martin? I'm just asking for a friend. me. Um, <laughs> I, I want to go into, speaking of storytelling, I want to go into American Horror Story Apocalypse. Which season is this? I believe it is six, six or seven. Cause so here's the thing, 
I watched the first few seasons. Season one, really fun. Uh, it's it, it was called Murder House. It's all about these people moving into a house that's very clearly haunted. Season two was Asylum. That was also during the middle of the writer's strike, and it was very clear that that's what happened because none of it made any goddamn sense. Mm. But like it's it was cool because like every season, you know, it was a different like stereotypical horror story kind of thing. So there's no Three was there's co- no through line. Through no, these there's seasons, right. They're all separate arcs. They're all separate arcs, but Apocalypse tied shit together Ooh. in some really cool ways. Um, I like a so good throwback. I I loved it. Be- that that's some. Crisis on Infinite Earths mm-hmm. kind of shit going on. It, it was it was so good. It and I, I I really enjoyed it because I fucking loved my wife and I both loved uh, Coven, which was the the witch one. Which um, one? The witch one. Which one? The 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 witch one. Which one are you talking about? The one with the young lady who plays Precious. Um, which witch? Are we talking about sandwiches mm. now? Witch Bolt? Hang on, let me find this young lady's name. Which season are we in? I think seven. If there was a magic witch witch, would it be a witch 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 witch? Thank you for listening to Versus Ands. <laughs> no. Um, I can't find her name. Sarah Paulson mm, is yes. always in it, and it's always a pleasure to see her. Her name this was is the... Sarah Paulson. Uh, it's... it's Always good to see her uh, in those. She's very good. Gabri Sidibe? Is that how you she say would... that? I've only ever seen it written. Uh, yes. Um, she played Queenie um, in in Coven. She was very good. She was back. It was always, I don't know why I'm struggling to bring this up. I'm just trying to say that she was also in it. Anyway. It was very thrilling. It was very good. I'm going to go ahead and spoil the ending for you. If oh. no one cares. Huh? All right. That's okay. Fine. So the whole story is about the fucking Antichrist being born uh, and his rise to power to causing the apocalypse. The witches show up. They reverse time. As they magic. do. Yes. Uh, through magic. And... He is not born. The end of the season is so disappointing because what it what it basically does. Let me, like let, me, let, see, me, let, me let me pause. Let me interrupt here because I want you to build this up. Okay. Are we talking? Oh, oh no! I, are we talking disappointing? Like end of Game of Thrones disappointing? Are we talking like? McDonald's commercial versus McDonald's actual hamburger disappointing. Like how disappointed are we talking? I, I I think we're more in the middle. um, Probably closer to like, Oh, that was a padded bra disappointed. No, I I think we're more, I think we're more in the realm of, Oh, our son went to college, but he hasn't really done anything with his life. Why, why do you do this, David? Why do you do this? Disappointed. It's all about levels. So somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, So, God damn it, now I can't even remember. Oh, okay. Antichrist time travel. We find find out at some point that Antichrist is real. He's walking around. The witches go back in time. They kill the Antichrist. 
best way they kill the Antichrist? They just straight up run over him with a car. As you do. He's crossing the street. He's crying. <laughs> and then just... Burp, burp, uh, and you see the witch who went back in time put the car in reverse and run over him again. Um, the end of the series uh, is with two nobody characters from the beginning of the thing are now alive. They get married, have a kid. Guess what? It's the Antichrist again. And oh, it's all going to start over. So it sounds like this is like John Constantine versus the Terminator franchise. I, but worse. (laughs) It's that idea, but bad. (laughs) It's, it's like, it, I was so mad when it happened. I, I just, I cannot express it. Although I will say it was a fun ride up to disappointment. It sounds like the end of the dark tower. Do you mean? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you mean the the end of the book or the author's note at the end of the book? That one. Yeah, yeah. Don't. So again, Spoiler. spoiling a fifteen year old book at this <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> if you're reading The Dark Tower, when you get to Stephen King's note where he says, "Hey, don't read past this point." Well, he in the doesn't book. say that. He just says, "Like this is a choice you can make. You can say this is the end of the book." Or you can read the end of the book. Yeah. Don't. It, it D- doesn't, don't. It doesn't don't help. Ma- like, there's no secret that makes things better. It just kind I of... Wish I'd, I wish I'd gotten that choice. You didn't have that choice? I, I didn't have that choice. I was like, oh man, what else is going to happen? And then just like, things kept happening. And I'm like, no, they wouldn't do yeah. that. That's terrible. It's it, What it is, is, is by that you're addicted to the story by then. And... and y- 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 you You're much like more. Eddie before he has been weaned off the drug. You, you have to have yeah. more, and then it's 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 not it's not it's not bad, but like it's, it's not bad. good. It's disappointing, you know. It's like which is the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's like eating your French fries after you finished your burger. It's like this isn't taking me anywhere else. Like I didn't need to do this. I could have stopped <laughs> back there when everything was good. Well, I I have a I have a uh, true versus and question. For you guys. Nice. Remember when you used to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember when we used to ask questions? Um, so I saw this tweet on Twitter where tweets inhabit because they twat there. <laughs> the t- the tweet is here. Uh, <clears throat> you can't the no, tweet is You can't do that. My mom listens to this part. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody tweet out Lena Headey as Doctor Doom. Oh yeah, and Who that just. Hetty? Uh, she's uh, Cersei in Game of Thrones. Ah, okay, okay. She was the the bad chick in the most recent uh, Judge Dredd movies. Yes, <clears throat> with the, we've with all the scar she was those. in the per- yeah 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 yeah. She's 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 great bad guy or bad girl or bad girl. She's a great bad antagonist. Antagonist. Okay, yeah, antagonist. I was gonna say bad guy is gender okay. neutral, but antagonist is way cooler. Yeah, and guy is also extremely not like antagonist, uncle antagonist. What you know, you gotta get him there somewhere. <clears throat> uh, so I I have another suggestion, but I would love to hear your guys' opinion on uh, your your takes for Doctor Doom. I think Lena Headey is a front runner, but I believe I have one that could one up Lena so Headey. Your question is like, who makes the best Doctor Doom? Who ma- I think a female Doctor Doom would be. 
just the most bomb because of the reveal or because of like just it's historically not a female both because i think there's so many the the victor von doom and reed Richards story is has been done so many times i think having even a simple twist like that where it's like victoria von doom and and just having a different backstory (laughs) um, could make it very interesting but like i would love to hear what you guys would think because dr doom is the best villain because he wears the body armor to hide his mangled flesh. flesh. So your takes on Dr. David, I'm going to let you go first. Damn it. All right. Cause I, I was going to take a second. I was, I was going to take a second to try and think of like who I would want it to be. See, I, so I'll, I'll I'll run my mouth for a second while David's thinking. I mean, would you like, would you guys like I, me to yeah, give you mine I, I, first? I want to hear you. Oh yeah, yeah. This is what Nolan was really doing. He, yeah. He's like that guy at the gym who just asks about your routine so he can tell you about his fucking routine. Yeah. All the time he's... Oh, wow, he's shaking his... Squats are really good. It's, uh, it's looking... Yeah, it's shaking, shaking my protein, protein shake. shake. Oh, man. Wow, your Dr. Doom impression's really good, man. That'd be uh, that'd be great. Let me tell you about mine. You, you've been drinking your egg whites? Yeah? <laughs> I just drink them whole. So, uh, I think the best choice for a a a, a, a twisted... Doctor Doom would be Octavia Spencer. Who's that? Let me see here. Uh, she was in The Help. She was in uh, oh, oh she tons of stuff. Hold on. She was uh, the Manticore in Onward. Ah. She was. You got a reference yeah, I that I know. No, I, I do get that one. <laughs> hidden Figures, Shape of Water. Hidden figures, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, she was just uh, in another show that Savannah and I watched. I didn't think it was that old but it kind of looks like it was made a while ago. Anyways, anyways, she she's a, an incredible actress to to begin with. She's she's extremely good. But I I you know, they have Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther and they're planning on him being like the new Tony Stark from what I've heard. He's going to lead the Avengers after this cool. as so T'Challa though. At, okay. Yeah, well clearly as yeah. So what I think would be really cool is if Octavia yep, Spencer yep, was yep. a yeah a Wakandan like dissonant yep. who got kicked yep. out, who then married into the Von Doom into family it. and like had an affair with Reed it's Richards, all Marvel, right? And like yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and got into the space program and then like totally screwed the entire Richards family over and like fucking takes over the planet and then gains magic powers and tries to come back and take over Wakanda with the Latvian forces that are now just fucking robots of her. I think that would be so Marvel, cool. that is finalplank at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, you can pay we us for check, that Venmo, when you decide Bitcoin. to do this. <laughs> we have PayPal. We, hold on. We have. We, we're getting, we get money? <laughs> we will when Disney decides to do this plan. Yeah. TM, 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 TM. What is TM? Um, trademark. Oh. trademark. I think the best. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know anything about the Fantastic Four and and, and the Doctor. Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't delved in there yet. All I can, all I can think of is like a terrible dental hygienist that like starts at the bottom of your tooth and like goes up to your gums. <laughs> And, oh, it, and it would boy. be it would be like dentist von doom <laughs> that's, that's all i got okay um i i have two uh well you can make up for <laughs> <dental> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um 
the f- God, maybe I have three. Shit. Ooh. Okay, so the first one, uh, the first one I have is Ted Danson. Um, Tiny Denson Doom. It's it. Ted Danson is huge. Tiny Danson. No, you don't know that. You know that Tim and Eric bit, Tiny Danson Man. I don't know Tim and Eric. I I told I've told you so many times. I did not get high when I was younger, and that was the yeah. Well, now it shows, David. Show. <laughs> no, there was like um, there was one bit. It was like Tiny Dancing Man, and it was like David Cross is a little dancing guy. And they did a they did a callback later on in the episode. It was Tiny Dancing Man, and it was like a tiny Ted Danson that the guy had on his desk dancing. And he's like, I can't answer this phone. I'm too tiny. Sorry. No, I Tim and Eric. I I think uh, Ted Danson would be would be good. I just he's he's got a scary. That'd vibe. be an interesting take. I I think it'd be cool. Like, but but here's the thing. Like, this is oh, looks like you've come into uh, Latvia. It's uh, time to maybe talk about yeah. this. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that's that's the thing. If we can have <laughs> listen, if Michael Sarah can be Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, that was Canny? terrible. No, but I think Ted, <laughs> I that's the thing is Lex Luthor's supposed to be a big, a big old white man who's just like that's part of why he's evil is he's just big corporate America. Mm-hmm. Um, you get Ted Danson to do it. He is the most unthreatening looking guy around. So if he's not, you know, if he's. If you see him outside of the the armor, you're like, eh, whatever. Hey, it's Ted Danson. He's yeah, poor guy. Yeah. He's, he's all mangled and oh, scarred. So uh, too it, bad. Is it that we're supposed to trust this person outside of the the armor? Like what? What's the, like you what's wouldn't? The no, I'm just for? no, I'm. Oh, the thing I'm going for is just like you would not expect it to be Ted Danson. Got it. So it's not it's not Victor Von Doom. It's Ted Danson who now has magic powers and armor. Who is yeah? I sorry. Who is Victor I'm Von misinterpreted, Doom by night? I I, <laughs> I misinterpreted the thing. I'm sorry. Were we not trying to replace Doctor Doom with an actor? Like I thought we were trying to. No, I want like I want I I I legitimately want Octavia Spencer as Doctor Doom. I mean, I don't know what name you again. Victoria Von Doom is the yeah. the clear go to I have, but um, I I think it. my other option would be Darcy Carden. Who's that? Um, she was Janet on The Good Place. She's a character actress. She's oh, you've been good. watching The Good Place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I pulled up IMDb and it was the first thing in my search history, so I was like, "Fuck it." But no, like for real, she's she's a. I would choose her just because I want to see what she does with it. Mm-hmm. She's very talented. What do you think about a Ron Perlman Doctor Doom? Fuck me! God damn it! That's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. All right, I guess I'm back in it. All right. <clears throat> I feel I like you'd be a little too snarky. <laughs> He would like zap the Avengers and be like, "See, this is why you pay attention to the guy in the armor. You know, if you forget about him, he just uh, comes up and he shoots you in the butt." I guess that's just the big guy talking, though. Fuck you, Brent, over here. I don't know who would be a good Doctor Doom. Here I am, 
babbling about Ted Danson. What about Ron Perlman? Fuck you! Nolan, your Ron Perlman sounds more like Nick Nolte. (laughs) They're both big old guys. What can I say? They're the exact... Listen, the only difference between Tom Waits and Ron Perlman... (laughs) Have you ever seen him in the same place at the same time? His hair. Is the difference in their hair at this point in their age. You ever notice you've never seen Ron Perlman and Tom Waits photographed in the same place? So I, very quickly, I always used to get um, Mickey Rourke and Nick Nolte mixed up. Yeah, how? Easy thing to do. What? They're 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 big old dudes with gravelly voices. I don't. They're just gonna come in and be. If you look at their skill cards, it would be exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. And and Nick Nolte was in the wrestler. No, Nick Nolte was in Warrior, and uh, uh, Mickey Rourke was in the wrestler. I'm gonna throw Chris Christopherson in there too, just to fuck up the whole. Oh yeah. One. I'm gonna fuck Wasn't both of you guys in... up. I'm gonna fuck both of you guys up right now with him, Gary Busey. <laughs> 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 just <laughs> all you see is Doctor Doom's teeth. Dude. Like they should cut a big hole. For Reed him. Richards. What do you think you guys are gonna do with that big human torch there? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Time to set the world on fire. <laughs> Doesn't that just seem a little crazy around here? This is slowly turning from Gary Busey into Jim Carrey, <laughs> which would also be a good doctor. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Don't make Jim Carrey villains anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did we hey, learn nothing hey, he from got, Batman? He got a hard, hard draw with the Riddler and Eggman, so... Oh my god. What? There's one stand-up, I forget it was. He told my Gary Busey, he's like, doing a Gary Busey impression. It's like, I'm a big fan of rape that's reacting to aggressive perpetrators energetically. <laughs> Make sure you take advantage of that and protect everyone around you. Gravity is galactic. Revelations, alternating, viable, infrastructure, titular, yeah. We're just happy to be here. We're just dirty click and clack, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> click, clack, and cluck. <laughs> Don't cluck like my brother. Don't cluck like my brother. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for spending another hour of your time with us on Versus And, where we ask the questions. I don't even think we asked the questions. We asked one question. There was one question. Questions. One question. And they really, well, this one kind of did need to be asked, I suppose. No, it did. Anyway, I've been your mask-wearing, hand-washing, 20% tipping host, Brent Lacey. Uh, I have been your recalled product from H-E-B, Kroger, and Walmart, but not Publix, David Holman. Sam and Ella. I have been your food that has been sitting out above 40 degrees and below 160 degrees for the past 40 minutes. Nolan Lacey. Mm, it's got that nice film on top. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you get your podcasts, finalplank.com. Search for Final Plank. We have lots of cool stuff. We're happy to bring you more entertainment uh, in these dire, dire times. We'll see everybody next month. Will we? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Anne is produced by Brent Lacey, Nolan Lacey, and David Allman. Edited by whoever feels like it this month. Theme music is by Kevin McLeod. Versus Anne is a production.
production of Final Plan Media.